Yo, we got your back when you driving to work or driving home. If you on a plane or you at the gym or you home alone, all you gotta do to listen to the show turn on your phone. Two ugly nerds podcast, tell you what's going on. This is the podcast. Eric is ugly and would not judge anybody else. There's no other insult. When did you learn that you were a two ugly nerds podcast? going on guys welcome to the two Nerds podcast niggas from the black nerd community i am your host deck the podcast guy always joined by ian berserk music audio engineer slash super producer the father dad himself ian loves cutting me off before i get to the father dad himself every time he want to say what's up before i get to the father dad i noticed this shit it's only because i just did four episodes back to back but i noticed it every single time right before i get to the father dad ian be like what's, what's up <laughs> oh, oh I like nigga i say the same shit every week it's, 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 it's the anticipation. Like I'm like, oh, what am I gonna say? Am I gonna say what's going on? What on? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna hit with? And then you don't you don't spend your whole day thinking about it and preparing. And, no. Greetings, fellow Earthlings. Literally, <laughs> the, the few seconds you give me is the time I have. It's right here, right when I by the time I start saying what's going on, then it's you. It's pressure's on. <laughs> Ticking clock. Yeah, and you first. You no no. Yep. Look at Dra, Dra got all the extra time right now. I'm got over here cooking. Dra like, yep, Dra like, yep. wait, yeah, I'm about to, yeah, about to smoke my intro. Producers. That's what I'm, he gave him. All right, Ian over here fumbling. I'm about to smoke my intro. Wait, I'm about to, to end to everyone's whole career. <laughs> oh, also, oh, always joined by Geronimo, Mister Nintendo, our resident pro streamer. The console consultant. Let me tell you, we, we've been consulting some consoles over here, bro. We've actually been on the Switch probably a lot this, this week. Backlog, they put out Fall Guys on it. They put out this Ubisoft game that they ain't telling anybody is out called Roller Champions. Oh, it's yeah. out on everything, though. It's pretty cool. It's like a little, it's like Roller Derby. It's like Roller Derby and Rocket League put together, and you can like roller skid up walls and shit. It's actually, it's actually kind of dope, but the game might die in six months, if mm-hmm. it, three months. But, um, but yeah, man, what's popping? She was good. Word, word, word. All right, man, we are going to get going quick today, jumping right into technically. 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 Technically, this is related, but not really. Oh, I'm just gonna what are we doing here? Off. Um, uh, for those of you who do not know, um, Roe v. Wade has been overturned by the Supreme Court. Uh, and what that means is uh, your right to an abortion or things related to it, a lot of things related to it, that I'm not going to even get into, but it's it's ridiculous. Um, it's not protected uh, federally anymore. It's now um, up to the states. Yeah, state mandated status now. State mandated. So there are a list of states that have already uh, Quick. got things in place to uh, ban abortions uh, in those states. And a couple of companies have taken to uh, um, support those who would like to go about getting an abortion, even if they're in a state that will eventually not support it. Um, 
you got a list here, Google being one of them, uh, who said they would um, uh, tells employees that they can relocate without justification in the event that they live somewhere that uh, doesn't support it. Um, and they'll be they will be supported financially uh, for that uh, procedure. Amongst that is uh, Amazon, who said they would uh, cover up to four thousand dollars in travel expenses uh, for medical treatments, including abortion. Um, let me see here. We got J.P. Morgan, Tesla, Walt Disney. J.P. Morgan. Yeah, J.P. Letter, letter, Morgan. <laughs> Snap. Um, which is uh, apparently Snapchat. Meta, which is formerly Facebook. Yelp, Citigroup, Golden Sachs. It's a nice list of uh, Discord as well. Pinterest, Dell. I'm surprised I'm not seeing Apple up here, but um, I'm sure that's mm. that is interesting. Uh, Curious. Mm. Um, but yeah, maybe it's a not yet thing. Maybe they want to announce what they're gonna do press like, press release on Monday or yeah, whatever. And you know, you know, Apple they're they're gonna, they're gonna make a big thing. deal out of it probably. And Man, they're, they're gonna put the, our they're gonna put an image on Twitter and that's it with text in it. No, they'll probably do a whole little announcement video about what they're doing. Yeah, I'm. Uh, they might just do it. Like you a, you, might, you might think that you might think they're releasing new tech. Yeah, exactly. They might might do it that way. Um, Send you an alert if you're in a state that doesn't uh, support it. I'm saying, like I'm telling you, that's well. Y'all gotta let me know. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's it's kind of hard to be a big company and not not say something because at the end of the day, like yeah, you pretty much have to. Say yeah, the something. Supreme Court can do whatever they say they're doing up there and say they're upholding the Constitution or whatever. Fine, we can't. We there's, there's only so much we as people can do about that. But Apple ain't the Supreme Court. You right. are affected by the people, and the majority of people don't want this. The majority of people wanted wanted this to be upheld and left alone, like it has been for like fifty years. So it's like if you're Apple or Google or one of these companies, you don't got the wiggle room to do that. Yeah, we ain't shit we can do to the Supreme Court besides things we're legally not allowed to do. But you know. Yeah, so I'd, I'd be I'd be I'd be very shocked to see Apple just try to hide in the corner on this one and be like, yeah, we're just not going to say anything. Yeah, yeah. And to be fair, I mean, I don't know if uh, what lengths these other companies went to to let it be known. I know uh, Google sent out an email, you know, to their employees. They didn't like tweet it or nothing like that. So. For all we know, or, or yeah, Apple could have already launched something internally, yeah. but already, yeah, that's yeah. very true too. Yeah, that's, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Might might hear something Monday since this is a recent thing. Literally happened this weekend, right on Friday. Yeah, as they're compiling it now, so maybe maybe somebody just hasn't got their hands on it yet or something, or like you yeah. said, maybe it just hasn't gone out yet as well too. It is still recent. Like people are yeah. still. It, it's kind of unfortunate, but there are so many. Companies, the fact that so many were able to react quickly is—I mean—that's positive. That's positive. you know—that means people were being a little more proactive, and they already had something in place in case 
this became an issue. Yeah. You know, which is good. You know, seeing that it seems like companies are, are putting money forward for it as well. So, you know, I don't know how much everybody's willing to pledge and, and put up or, you know, I know you said, I can't remember who you said it was 4,000. Amazon. Amazon is, you know, yeah. stuff like that is good. But yeah, that's, um, that's that. Um, you know, a lot of, um, a lot of clinics are starting to embrace uh, encrypted messages, according to NBC News, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> to help protect their clientele in the event that uh, they um, are prosecuted. This is just wild, man. Um, yeah, it's a lot. I can't man. even believe I'm it's reporting just, on this. Yeah, <laughs> everything is still. I don't even want to use the term. Un- I mean, it is un. In some ways, it is unprecedented, but in other ways, given the stuff that leaked out like over a month ago about the documents that they're in plans to 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 do this and overturn it, and all the companies having to respond, to, you know, all their employee base, the the women and everything, primarily, but just how these old people empowered and for life deciding shit. It's crazy. I remember when it was brought up, but, and I can't say I didn't think it would come to pass, but to be here and experiencing it, it's, it's, it's kind of surreal. Yeah. It's like the reverse, it's like history, but in the reverse in the- feeling. Yeah. It is very strange. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, it is crazy to see something like this actually happen. Like I was saying, like we've we've seen a lot of shit in our lifetime. <laughs> yeah, we've seen a lot of shit yeah. in a relatively short time. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 it is it is interesting. I wonder. I wonder if uh, every era, uh, era, whatever you want to call it, generation feels like it feels like this right because like you just look through history and you think like you hear you read about so much wild shit in history and you think to yourself you will never go through any crazy shit like that and then we do but it's just like evolved right it's just like the today Mm -hmm. version of this crazy shit yeah okay yeah yeah maybe it's not people just showing up on the shores of a random country and taking it over anymore but it's different ways that you're you know affecting people on mass levels and yeah it's it's i don't know it's weird man what's wild to me is like you're reading the history books and it would be like years that go go by before you hear the next thing i mean we're reading it in the textbooks and it's looks it looks like it's happening consecutively but it really is several years that go by between each event but for us I feel like within the span of like three years, so much shit went down. Yeah. Consecutively. It's just, Should I say six, roughly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's almost Indeed. a little d- d- depressing, but... Yeah. <clears throat> uh, because how... If you really think about everything we've seen happen... It, it, it's not wild to like consider that we're just supposed to like keep going to work though and just like do your job and pay your bills and 
like on one hand it's like yeah it makes sense because what else do we do because that's all we know but Mm -hmm. on the other hand it's like clearly things are fucked up like there's got to be some other way we could do this because clearly the current system isn't the best way like obviously there's some or it needs to be tweaked or changed or something like but no we just got to shuffle around and everybody has to and and that's what it is right because everybody just we, we, we can't we can't fight to the solution because everybody has to worry about themselves yeah. which is understandable because the environment we have but because of that that's why they can get away with shit like this because they know there's not enough of us willing to risk enough to make them feel any sort of threat or make them feel any sort of like heat for their actions they're gonna do it we're gonna complain we're gonna tweet some people might march a little here and there but eventually it'll die over and yeah there's some uh people will say move to a state where it's legal people with money are just gonna continue or continue flying out to other countries and like they've been doing and Mm -hmm. and still living where they want to live yep so yeah, <clears throat> it is what it is. Yeah, man. Is that that that's it for technically? Yeah, that's it. That's all I got for you guys. Bad, bad, bad. All right, man. Moving right into console tea. I don't, I don't have uh, tea. I do have tea, but it's cold, so I'm just gonna drink this water instead. There you go. Water is the base of all most all tea. Okay. Can y'all hear my cat in the background still? I don't even know. Okay, perfect. All right, because he is going crazy. Um, For console tea, all we've got today is talking a little bit about the new PlayStation Plus tiers. Um, And I got to be careful in how I say PlayStation because uh, it's listening. Anyways, um, so yeah, so I have the uh, PlayStation Plus. I have PlayStation Plus Premium. Uh, for me, it was only six dollars or five ninety nine or four ninety nine or something like that. It was like six bucks, I think, for me to upgrade because I only have three months of PlayStation Plus. I only had three months of uh, PlayStation Plus, so to upgrade mine was only like six bucks or whatever. So I did it. Um, I, I don't know how much I, f- I do not think that I will just to come out the bat. I probably will not renew at the premium tier right now. Um, because the classic game section is just lacking. Um, it's, when I say la- it's yeah, there's just not enough there. Um, there's not enough variety. There's not enough games that people actually want. Um, PS3 streaming stuff is is a mess. Uh, I mean, unless you have fiber that you're running direct to your PS5, you're not. You're, you're probably not having a fun time, man. Um, so yeah, I look. I, I I think I think it's one of those things where you know eliminating money as any sort of factor. You, you try it out. Because there might still be some games in here that you haven't had a chance to try or that you would have maybe tried that you just wouldn't, you're just not going to spend the money on. 
So, you know, I think Returnal is a good option in there. You know, a game like Death Stranding is one of those games that had a lot of hype around it, got some interest. And, you know, the people that were super interested went and played it. And those that were on the fence probably didn't. It's included, you know, uh, they included Assassin's Creed Valhalla and, you know, Miles Morales and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different options on there for games that you may or may not have picked up that you can pick up here. Uh, But if you're like a heavy PlayStation first gamer, this isn't there's not that much here. Like, I'm just jaded with Assassin's Creed. So that's why I don't own Valhalla. If Ubisoft hadn't just pissed me off. I would already own that. So that wouldn't be a thing for me. Um, you know, but then you have really good ones like Ghost of Tsushima is on there. We were talking about that earlier, you know, how that's available. Uh, so like, you know, and then they, they, they do have uh, game trials. Uh, and we were talking about like Horizon. You can get the game trial. Uh, they have a couple of different ones. I think they have a trial for Hot Wheels right now, which I've been meaning to try. Oh really? Um, yeah, they got all the Ollie World one, which I've been wanting to try. Oh, where? Oh, because you got just, me into that. Hey, just hey, I don't know how long it's supposed to be, but just just jump in. Yeah, yeah. So there's jump a couple. In. There's a couple cool ones in here that I, I want to try. Um, just to see what they're just to see what they're like. Um, there's even a cyberpunk trial. Uh, damn. They made sure to have that on there. Yeah, let's do it in there. So. <laughs> You know, little, little 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 things that you can go in here and, and, and play with uh, that I do think are cool. Um, you know, you can still get your games on the basic tier or whatever, but uh, I think the extra tier, I think is what it's called, if I remember correctly. Um, I believe that is what I would say is probably the sweet spot for most people. Um yeah, it's the extra tier. So essential is your basic tier. And I think uh, extra is probably the real sweet spot for most people because that's going to give you most of those games um, that people are looking for. The Demon Souls, Spider-Man, 2K, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 is on there. I will probably eventually play that as well since I haven't been. I've just never wanted to give them the money. That game goes on sale all the time. Um so stuff like that, you know what I mean? Like there's there there is some good good here. We'll have to see moving forward what they do with like newer titles and how quickly they get there. I think that will be the mark of how much stuff is really worth, you know. But right now, right now, like I say, if it's cheap for you to try it out, you might as well try it out. Maybe there's a game in there or something like that that you there might be a niche game that's just cool for you or something like that. So you might as well try it. But if you're going to be spending you know, 80, 70 bucks to upgrade for a year or two years or whatever it is, I don't think that's worth it at all. Because uh, who knows where this goes in two years? You know, Hopefully better. Whole thing. I would hope better, but I could also see Sony saying yeah. people aren't investing in the premium tier. We're just going to cut it out and we're going to have two tiers. And, yeah, then, you know, I could, I could see them restructuring it instead of just offering better shit. Um, that'll be especially really if they feel like they're still ahead. That would be really annoying. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying, Ian? So that's what they uh, that's what they did with PlayStation View, essentially. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they kept raising the price and, and pricing people out and saying it was more and more and more. And I mean maybe they're maybe whatever deals they had were becoming more expensive, but then they basically just told us one day, hey guys, sorry. 
I know we had contracts and all this shit, but yeah, no, we're done. And here goes YouTube like TV. Yeah, know you guys been asking for this to come. Damn. Down. Anyway, so here, fine. Clearly, they didn't want our shit. Sorry. And I can see them doing the same thing with this if it doesn't latch on, uh, which right now it, it's not looking good. So we will see. We will see. We will see. Um, cool. Uh, let's. Uh, it is time for spoilers. 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 Okay. Um, Okay, I was just talking. Gerard, let's do Miss Marvel. Let's catch up on Miss Marvel first, and then we'll, do, we'll end with Obi-Wan. Give, give you guys time to get your ratings in order. Miss Marvel. Uh, so as of this recording, we have three episodes out. We talked about the first episode, episode two and three. I'm going off memory here, so feel, feel free to fill in the holes if there's anything. But um, episode two is primarily, <clears throat> you know, uh, Kamala kind of realizing, oh shoot, I have powers, and I think it's from this bangle that's on her wrist. And uh, half half of the episode is just her kind of having a little quick montage and trying to like go on rooftops and train on how to use the little crystallized platforms and kind of throw her hand and body out in like a stretchy format or things like that. <laughs> um. And there's some other subplots in the episode as well. We kind of see a bit more of like um, her. Oh, I don't know if Nakia, uh, uh, not Ms. Nazia. I don't think her friend was introduced until this episode proper. I don't remember if she was in episode one. Um, but we we get introduced to her from the school as well. So it's her, Bruno, and um. And nausea as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, you know, we, we see them go to um, to their place where they, you know, they they pray and everything, Sister Muslim. Um, and it's cool to see that cultural, you know, just see their culture. It, it's no, it's it's just another day, right? It's not like oh, they're they're going to church or anything like that. It's just kind of like yeah. you know, they go, they show they show them like kind of changing, you know, take changing the shoes out and everything, and and praying. And everything, doing the multiple uh, bows and everything. It's interesting. And, they uh, touched on a cultural thing about um, the woman being behind the man and right traditions of the woman's side. And I actually, I actually do like that they're pretty much being upfront with that because that is, yeah, that's that's a big thing in Muslim culture. It's just it's very male dominant mm-hmm. when it comes to like decision making and and you know those in power. So, yeah, I, I do appreciate them kind of actually kind of going for that and kind of talking about it more and more. Um, yeah, but they're at the mosque and, yeah, they're saying they're sitting, you know, they're behind the uh, the, the, the the fence, pretty much like a fenced off part. And they can hear um, uh, the, the main dude up there talking <laughs> And that's part of a sub sub uh, subplot where they're like, man, there needs to be more changes here. And they heard there's some like elections for like some of the the board and everything mm-hmm. for their mosque. And um, Nazi is like, yeah, maybe I should run and you know try you know gather some vote for me and we can make some proper changes around here for us women just in general. Um, yeah, but that little subplot is interesting because we see it more where they have. Um, I think Eden. Eden 
um, Mubarak was in this too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that Eve Mubarak in this too, which was cool. Um, there's like a party where we get introduced to the uh, the other guy who Kamala has a crush on, and that whole thing kind of works so perfectly in her mm-hmm. her fa- uh, just for it because it was like he invited them there to the party, and they all went. And it was like, okay, cool, whatever. Um, but he was like, oh, you know, they they leave out because he gets busted. It's a high school party. There's, there's alcohol. They even mentioned like, oh, is this? It's like, what is this? Orange juice and vodka. And I was like, all right. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. But um, but yeah. So it's it's kind of most of this episode too is just her kind of getting used to these powers and it popping up like on her face or hands in random places. Um we also hear of like um, she kind of is like at home. She has another one of her little moments where like she kind of passes out partially because like her, her parents, her brother, and uh, her brother's fiance, who their wedding is in episode three. We'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but she like has the bangle on. She kind of sees like visions of like other people from their past. And uh, she's kind of trying to understand, like, you know, what the deal is with his abilities. Like, is it coming from the bangle itself? Is it something within her? She was, like, asking her grandmother about it. And the grandmother was kind of kind of being like, oh, yeah, there is things here and there. But, you know, kind of like that. I don't know. Sometimes when you ask your grandparents stuff, they'll, they'll like, either they'll kind of dance around what you want to really know and kind of tell the other stories or it won't mm-hmm. be direct. And that's kind of her grandma's kind of doing the the former right mm. and it's like she was just trying to hear that but not let her parents know because they know she she doesn't want to expose her powers to them or anyone the typical peter parker spider-man type shit basically um but towards the end of the episode as like towards the evening time at uh, the eden mubarak ceremony ceremony i'm sorry there's this one kid who somehow found his way up the top one of the buildings he climbed up there whatever on his own and uh he was like oh no i'm at the top i'm gonna fall and everyone's like oh no who's whose nephew is this whatever and so she kind of does the, oh let me go get my makeshift captain marvel suit and run up there because <laughs> like the end of episode one it went viral in the city and She's being known as Nightlight, which is right. a hilariously goofy <laughs> name because her powers just glow, and that's it. Um, that's pretty funny. I don't know if that's accurate to the comic or not, but it's funny to me. Um, no, it's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so she goes up there, and uh, she actually uh, attempts to save him, and she kind of does. Like, she kind of crawls up there. It's like, hey, you know, everything's going to be fine, whatever. She's trying to, like, scale part of the building, and she gets up there. And then what she does, she kind of, like, uses her abilities to create steps to kind of climb up there and to kind of have him land there. And she's like, oh, everything's good, blah, blah, blah. But then, like, she starts to see the vision of, I think it's supposed to be her, her grandmother or great-grandmother again, like, in a portal towards her. And she kind of was like, whoa, she was focused. And the platform that the kid was on before he could get on the building, that kind of dissipates. She's like, oh, shoot. And, um, he kind of actually falls down and hits like the car, which is wild. It wasn't far, like too high enough to where he would have gotten seriously hurt, but it was like, whoa. Still managed mm. to break his legs. And, and she actually caught him a couple times on the way she down. She did. Yeah. yeah, so she definitely slowed down the descent. So obviously she's still getting the hang of things. Not perfect. She, We did see her trying, like, I guess it's for our listeners who are like looking at the abilities with like, microscopes and seeing is it is it stretchy powers 
and this and the other. She does try and throw her hand with the 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 uh, the crystallized stuff around it and stretch and grab him. So there's still some of that kind of comic accurate uh, iteration of her ability. And so after that happens, she's like, "Oh shoot!" When the kid uh, the kid falls in the car, so she kind of like runs across the buildings. And it's like, yo, I got to get the, the heck out of here. And she goes to an alleyway. These two drones come out of nowhere. And it's the F, it's the uh, the FBI people that we saw at the end of episode one. They're trying to figure out who is this kid, who thinks he's powered, what's going on. And so she basically just kind of, she throws like a fist of her power and just kind of runs over them all. They're like mm-hmm. at the end of an alleyway. And she sees the the, the one dude from the party. I can't, I can't remember his name, it's unfortunately. But I'm um, wrong. Comron, there you go. Thank you. Yeah, Comron. Comron pulls up in the car and she's like, Oh, perfect. I'm glad you're here. He's like, Yeah, get in. And then it's like, Get in. All of a sudden, there's this other lady in the back seat. And it's like, Who is that? And then she's like, Oh, good. We have a lot to explain to you. And that was a cliffhanger ending for the most part. Um, so that's episode two. Um, you know, so yeah. I will say, uh, you know, we were talking about the whole thing with like how much they showed of like the culture. And I, I think mm-hmm. that's really cool, but it's also consistent. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the same way they did the thing, you know, Captain and Winter, you know, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, um, you know, talking about, you know, the black issues and stuff there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would yeah, expect, you. Yeah. yeah, you know, I would expect to see those similar things represented when other cultures are being represented because, you know, they've gone through their own things as well, whether that's with America or with other nations or whatever like they've got things so it's in, I'm, I'm glad that they're, that means they're keeping it up you know so i would expect that to be kind of like a you know ongoing thing you know the more we see about moon Knight, you know maybe we see more other you know other things going on you know in that part of africa and stuff like that in egypt and whatever so you know there's just different things that could happen so i did like that you know they kind of kept that going because i didn't know if they were just going to try to like disneyfy everything if that makes sense, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, they're, re- just- they're really select. Well, I guess maybe, I'm not sure how much, I'm not sure how much they say, Marvel, you can and cannot show this stuff. Because it seems like half the time, if anything gets blocked or censored or whatever, it's when it releases in, in other countries outside. Right, of, yeah, it's not here. Yeah, certain, yeah, certain Asian territory, China, mm-hmm. and South Asia country, South Asian country. So, yeah, it, yeah but, but like over here, Pretty much Western world, I'll say. Picky lamb. They let them do their thing for the most yeah. part. I can't really think of too much that they didn't let them do here, or at least stuff that seem obvious. Like okay, they, they definitely toned it down. Right. Um. But yeah, Disney is still very selective about that stuff. It, it it's odd. Um. It's definitely odd. Um. But yeah, yeah, I appreciate it too, man. Like it, it like you said, it keeps it consistent. It keeps with the you know the theming. You know, there's the Pakistani family. This is the Muslim culture. It's Pakistani culture. Mm-hmm. So we're seeing that with, like, the family interactions, the, the extended family interactions. That, what do they call it? The, the, uh, the Illuminantes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Illuminantes. The Illuminantes. That's a good name. I actually, yeah, that, that gave me a good trouble. Because I was like, yeah, yeah it's like the, the nosy aunties or whatever. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's, it's like every <laughs> culture got them. Yep. Clickish yeah. and whatnot. So, yeah. So yeah, it, you know, episode two, it was, it was also good on par of one. I would say, in my opinion, as far as you know, keeping the flow of things going. Mm. Um, so yeah, episode three, episode three. Um, it it starts out with like a, it really starts out with like a like a 
pretty much like a British owned uh, India, like the partition type stuff going on. They're oh, yeah, fine, yeah. you know, find a breakaway from British rule. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where we got to see um, the lady that was with Kamran, who's supposed to be his mother. Mm-hmm. She's actually from this time period. It's like uh, 1942. I had to look mm-hmm. it up. It was 1942. And uh, they're like in this temple looking for, they're looking for what is assumed to be the bangles. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Kamala has the left bangle. Mm-hmm. And this flashback from years and years and years ago, it looks like it's the right bangle. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at it right now just to, to remember. And they find like this, this pretty much a dead, this is corpse. And this other woman who's soon to be Kamala's great grand or great grandmother. She mm-hmm. finds it and she puts it on and she kind of gets the ability where she sees like she starts seeing like mm-hmm. ancestral things and whatnot and then when that happened there's like a rumble and the camera pans up because there, there's like a, a circle of light and there's a a, 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 a passageway or an opening whatever not a passageway opening and they stay quickly pan the 10 rings logo mm-hmm. symbol on the ground i don't really know what that's supposed to mean except they've been cahoots with what's going on with this this temple or whatever i guess we'll i don't know what they're doing I'm curious about that. That's the only thing they show for this episode. So maybe we'll get more of that later on. Um, but it, basically this whole uh, this whole flashbacks to show that Kamala's great grandmother did have at least one of these over time. And um, other, other woman's name is Najima. Kamala's mom is Najima. Uh, she was just like, you know, you need to get up out of here. Make sure you don't you know, get crushed and everything. And that's all we know from this cutscene. I can recall. So, and then we get back to current time where Kamala's with them and their crew, Najima, Kamran, and some of the other folks who apparently all are the same age. We don't know exactly how or why. It's like either some of the magic or some other stuff going on. Well, oh, well, maybe you're just not there yet. Yeah, we're just not there yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, basically try and break down, you know, some of the historical stuff with that and what's going on. Mile has questions. Um, now some of this stuff, I'll, I'm not too versed on, I'll be honest, but Najima said that like, Kamala's considered a gym. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, so I was looking at it a little bit and like, I mean, I didn't do research after that. I, I only only because I was curious just like what the real life inspiration was but Mm -hmm. like if you just take it for like what they gave us in the episode Mm -hmm. that kind of makes a bit more sense and that's well I mean I guess I don't know I I think they were saying I won't won't jump too far ahead but I think that 10 rings thing is letting us know that I think they come either either they come either, either where they come from is like in relation or something to the same place where Shang Chi's family uh, mom comes from, like something with the, not the same exact area, but remember she was saying like, oh, there's different places within this dimension, right? Mm-hmm. Like that where they were wasn't the only place. That's just where That's they true. were for Shang Chi stuff. So there could be other places where you know what I mean, other places in that same dimension where other completely different things are happening. So I don't know if it means they're from the exact same one or if they're from like, you know, a different one or, you know, exactly how it works. But that's why the, that's why that 10 rings thing, when you pointed that out to me, 
I was like, oh, I wonder if that's what they're trying to like say when you combine it with the part you'll get to later about them being from like a different dimension and all that shit. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that's why I was like, I feel like maybe they're trying to give us that little connection. Um Ted I guess since they're not doing the whole inhuman thing, you know, so so instead they're doing the you come from this dimension. And that might be they're out for like a couple of different types of characters whenever they want to bring somebody in that they don't really have the structure for in their traditional sense. They can just mm-hmm. kind of be like, Oh, you come from this dimension. Yeah. Or you come from this. I mean, I guess they could say dimension or universe now, but yeah, think Kamala's case is it's dimension. Yeah, I guess the only other thing I thought of because I didn't really look up anything. The only thing I because I rewind I rewinded it, rewound whatever you want to call it, and I looked back at the the floor because I I saw ten rings, ten circles, and I was like, wait, are those just any other ten rings? And I looked at it again, and I was like, oh, that's the ten rings, legit. Only thing I thought of is like the, the bang was like golden and they have like purplish aura powers and like mm-hmm. the actual 10 rings they also kind of sort of at least when like they're on um when they're on um shang chang chi yeah shang chi's yeah on, yeah, on his four forearms and stuff they're like kind of purple glowing mm-hmm. i mean obviously when you throw them out so they kind of have that orangey glow or when it mm-hmm. pops they have the blue glow but on his arm they're purple so I, I, whatever mystical energy that is, that's the only thing I was like, okay, they're both kind of purple. I don't know. I know MCU, they're doing a lot of like colors with you know, mm-hmm. power sources or abilities and stuff. So um, that's the only thing. But yeah, I mean, it could be from a, I mean, very well could be, you know, just doing the other dimensional thing. Um, the, oh, the, the group they call themselves is called the, um, the clandestines. Mm-hmm. Clandestine. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? So, fancy. Yeah. They're also so, vanished. Well, <laughs> right. Uh so Kamala, she, you know, she she you know she's kind of spooked by all that. She's like, oh, they called me a gin. Like, what the hell? And she talked to Bruno about it. And I think Bruno was like, that doesn't make sense. I'm gonna do research on it. And that's kind of his whole small thing through parts of the episode. Um. So yeah, um, uh, they kind of show the mosque again through part of it, and uh, they show. Is it Nazi? Have I been saying her name wrong the whole time? It's Nakia. Oh, it is. It's definitely Nakia. Nakia. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? As you've been saying Nazi, it, Nazi. I've been trying to figure out. But I was like, no, nah, maybe I maybe I didn't know how to pronounce it, so I just kind of yeah, I kind of took, took. I was. Took I just yeah, I, I I roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote but like in black. I mean, I mean, obviously, but, there's but now be that you're saying it, I'm like, that's what she said in the episode. Isn't isn't a Lupita Lupita's character from Black Panther named Nakia as well? Isn't it? Or is it? No, it's Nakia. Is it Nakia or is it Nakia? Nakia, Nakia. Yeah, like pronunciation wise, Nakia. I think that's why I kept thinking, is this also her name? Yeah, I see, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I think that's why I'm kind of like. I think it's the way they're, uh, yeah, I think it's just how they pronounce. Yeah. They're spelled the exact Or we're idiots. I don't know. Yeah, they're spelled the same. I'll be cultured (laughs) for the next one. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, um, Nakia here in Miss Marvel. We see her more for efforts trying to get people, uh, get everyone to kind of vote for her to become, um, I guess, in the council 
board member. Board member, yeah. And she does get it after amount of time. But she's kind of like, I don't like this nightlight person. It kind of brings in that kind of like, I'm seeing the parallels of like Peter Parker and like the Harry Osborne stuff. Mm. Like, oh man, this Spider-Man dude, I don't like him, bro. And she's like, and they're like, oh, well, I mean, what don't you like about him? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, she 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 kind of developing some beef against Nightlight because of how folks in the community and like the mosque reviewing it and you know yeah, everything like that. It's attention. Yeah. Law enforcement more spotlight on them and shit. Yeah. 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 yeah more yeah. than they already receiving. Exactly. I did like when Buddy told her, next time you come take off your shoes. Yeah. Right. Shoes next time you come here. Show some respect. Facts. I think just because exactly. you're the police, you ain't gotta. If you you don't want to take your shoes off, you can wait outside. Talk to you when we done. I'll meet you out there. Yeah, word. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. So yeah, well, part, good portion of this episode till towards the end with the actual wedding, which was pretty cool. Another. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. That was, that was dope. Look for little dancing and everything was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it seems Kamala's kind of just. She, I feel like she's kind of struggling with like the whole like, this is much bigger than me type situation. Like she was mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm I'm fangirling for all the superhero stuff, but now some completely different, and it's like it's all it seems to be a lot heavier, and she just kind of wants answers. So she's been talking to some folks. She talked to well, she she really talks to her, her dad about kind of like asking like, yes, she talked to her mom. She talked to her dad about like how they handle when things feel too insurmountable or that type of a deal. And they kind of give the best parental advice they can. Um, so yeah, it's kind of with that as well. Uh, other things with this too, Bruno, he works at the convenience store and he's like on the side redoing research on Jen and Kamal's dad comes in. He's like, yo, I'm trying to get me them hostess pies. You know what I'm saying? Nah, me, my, my <laughs> wife, he ain't trying to know. <laughs> he was buying crack, boy. He was now. He was. You just thought he was getting some good drugs. Boy. He I was acting. I need me a cherry pie on the low. Just saying. pay with cash, not on the car, just cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't have no trace, no trace, no trace, no, no trace. trace. He's better than Reese's cups. Facts. <laughs> Ian. Sorry. Ian. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. Fake apology ass nigga. <laughs> Nigga, say Reese's cups. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Imagine having a lie to you, your wife, about buying a hostess pie. Like, yo, my nigga. Hey, hey, fam. So, oh man. Hey, fam. He's out. I ain't buying these. I'm gonna buy need y'all not to get oh, to that point. Not to, 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 to Never in my life. I'm Walk lying in, about man. the snacks I'm eating. I'm gonna eat these t- bad snacks from me right in front of you. Walk face. in with the Deal bag, with the, the pie on top of everything else. Facts. The first thing you see. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, the whole gist of that scene is like, uh, Kamala's dad knows, like, oh, hey, Bruno, you're looking at, you're reading up on gin stuff. That's different. And he's like, no, not really. He's trying to brush it off, and he's like, no, no, no. Let's look at. It. I can, I can give you some information about it. And he kind of gives like this this cliff notes uh summary mm. of like the the mythical things about the gins and everything and basically they're they're like another dimensional type they're supposedly from another dimension they're they're always looking for a certain power to kind of go back to their home and then Bruno is like uh whoa 
thank you for telling me that. Mm-hmm. I should probably tell Kamala, but I'm not telling you I'm going to tell Kamala because mm-hmm. then I'll expose that she got powers. And so, yeah. Mm-hmm. So he kind of tells her bits of it. She's just like, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of different. That's kind of weird. So we kind of fast forward to the the wedding. Uh, you know, fun dance numbers and everything. It was really cool, really cool, really cool. Um, vibrant, very vibrant. Yeah, I, that's one other thing about this show. I don't think I ever. I don't think I said since the first one. I just like how colorful everything is. This is just it's good. It's visually pleasing for the eyes. Uh, they had this cover band called Brown Jovi. I think mm. it was okay for me to laugh at that. Um, but yeah, then um, yeah, and then um. We kind of see Kamran. He's kind of looking for Kamala because he's like, "Yo, they're about to, they're about to try and take you out." Like, I'm trying to, because I kind of care for you on the high school type tip. Mm. But mom and then the clandestine's trying to take you out. We got clear everyone out this wedding, and she's like, "The hell are you talking about?" And then so Kamala's like, she kind of does this hasty thing where she just kind of does a classic pull the fire alarm, mm. and it sounds, and everyone just kind of runs out. It's kind of, it's pretty obvious she did it. Like it's plain sight, it's not like around the corner, it's like right there on the side. Boom, she did it. And then as that happened, she tries to like escape through the back, go through the kitchen. But some of the clandestine people come through with their little martial arts moves, and she like the fuck. So she's kind of maneuvering through that, trying to escape them, including um Cameron's mom. Um yeah, and so they basically go back to the, the middle room area, everyone else outside. Kamala's parents are like Bruno where's Kamala it's like why isn't she here and he's just mm. like yeah. <laughs> I don't know um, but we just see her fight a little bit here um, mm. she does a couple of like stretchy arm things so there we go more stretchy arm things mm. reminiscent of the comics <laughs> in addition to her other stuff she does a lot of like creating crystallized shields and stuff, and stuff yeah. it's interesting um and Bruno tries to come back and throw stuff at some of them. They're like fighting with like this type of a cord or something. Some of mm-hmm. it's not like a, not a ball and chain, but it's like something else. Um, they fight some more, and they basically they this was super convenient, by the way. One of the most convenient getaways I've seen. They like managed to go through the front, and as soon as they get to the front, they're surrounded by all the clandestine folks. FBI come through. They're like, "Oh, good, we're gonna arrest all these clandestine people," and Perfect. then um. Right. Clutch. Absolutely perfect. Slid through the back door. Yep. Yep. Her and Bruno slide through the back door. She's like kind of carrying him. And what she does, she kind of does a force field thing on the door to kind of keep it in place, lock it. And as soon as she doesn't turn around, Nakik walks up because she's like, what the hell? It's like your nightlight or whatever. And she's kind of shook. And she's like, we can't talk about this now. We just need to get, please get Bruno somewhere. We got to get up out of here. And so that's kind of doing the whole, oh, no, the fr- a friend that doesn't really approve of the superhero type alter ego now knows. But I'm kind of glad we got knocked out in this same episode, though. Not going to lie. Kind of hoping they weren't going to stretch it out to the next thing. Um, but, yeah, so she gets home. Her parents are like, what the fuck, Kamala? Basically, what the fuck? All this weird just happened. What's going on? And so she kind of goes up to her room and kind of just mulls there. And... Um, Think she talks to her grandmother again. Oh, yeah, shout out to her grandmother. And she was like, Oh, it's like, yeah, we need to go to this certain area. And she's like, What well, like what are you talking about? And basically, basically, it's like Karachi. Her Karachi, yes. She's like, Oh, we need to go to Karachi. And it's like she's like in tune with her abilities as well. So her grandmother 
knows more and, and i mean we know she knows more since episode two but we've been kind of getting bits and pieces so i don't know how she's gonna go to karachi maybe it's gonna be a dimensional thing mm-hmm. portal of some sort transport but i think in episode four we're gonna get more answers on that so um and she was like yeah you need to come to karachi um which i'm guessing that's where grandmother is at actually um so yeah i think we'll get a little more about her abilities the source of it and um Yeah, just kind of get you know go forward to the next arc of the show, I guess. The second half, really. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So yeah, that's episode three. Uh you know, a little hit 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 and miss in some parts, but you know, it's still overall good. Not none too really big to complain about, just you know, some little pacing here and there. But yeah, overall, still still three for three for me. I think the pacing is definitely a issue for me, especially mm-hmm. with uh with how the clandestine kind of just went off. Right. That felt somewhat it, it rushed. Felt, it ramped it up really quick. They went yeah, from, yeah. we'll save you, and hey, quick. we just need you to help us to, nope, can't have any more time. Got to do it today. Yeah, like, like yo, I don't even know what to do. Right. And the thing that I think to do might blow up the planet. So can you just maybe give me some time? Nah. Or we're gonna right. kill you. We what? need you now. Yeah, we, we waited too long. It's too like. <laughs> wait a waiting, second. You literally waiting. just told her. Yeah, not even yesterday. Yeah, a few not hours ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, chill out, yo. But now that it's close to the bangle, I guess. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, see, I, I always try to think like, would would I give it more grace if it was animated? And I probably things like that. I probably would give more grace. But things that confuse me are things like. Like you said, the djinn went from zero to 100 really quick on Kamala, and they were walking into that wedding willing to kill everybody in there to get to her. But then when the cops right. come in, all of a sudden they have no fight. They just get arrested. Yeah, like that. They had some super guns, the cops. I don't know what those guns had in them. but Yeah, I'm not sure about do. the cops. I'm not really sure about who they are. Yeah. Oh, oh, maybe it was like a special, yeah, special force like, or something. What was the special force in Spider-Man? Um well, which one? Tomorrow, Silver Sable. One of them. I know there was, there, there was there was a group of them that had like special weapons that um. So you mean in the game like Aim? Aim, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Aim was around. Yeah. Got you, got you. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even you know I didn't even clock that. You're right. It probably wasn't the FBI. It was whatever special task force. They probably had some special weapon. I guess that maybe they just didn't want to fight against or something. I guess, but. It was something to the to the point that I just didn't think that made any sense that they walk in there willing to kill a bunch of innocent people just to get to Kamala, but then they're not willing to fight off the law enforcement. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I thought that was weird. And then her mom at the end being like, "Oh, uh, who were those people you were with Kamala? Like, you mean the people that were attacking me? Those people, mom? Like you didn't right? They were the ops, mom. <laughs> they were the ops for real. They, they were the ops. Yeah." And then I wonder if her mom saw the train too, like, or if she maybe is like a, it's like an Obi-Wan situation where she's so like traumatized by it. She cut herself off from it that maybe she's not seeing the same visions that like Kamala and her grandmother can see or great grandmother, whoever it was, and can see it and stuff like that. Um, yeah, we, yeah, there, yeah. Her mom definitely. I mean, well, I mean, it, you know, it's come down the line, right? Like her great, it's her yeah. great grandmother. You know, grandmother. We we're about to hear by the probably in episode four. 
when her mom brought the stuff in on episode one and she, you know, files, oh, what's this? And she was quick to be like, no, that's going to act. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, she, she definitely knew something about it, at least. So she, she probably don't even, she probably don't even like that side of the, of the family or, uh, well, the, the, the that magical question side would be, of stuff. Why even let it, why even have them here? But again, I guess that's just another like convenient thing. Like it happens. Like it'd be one thing if it was like, oh, this has been here for years because we brought it with us from India and it's just been sitting up mm-hmm. here and she uncovered it. But it got mailed to you specifically uh, right after you turned 16, trying to get your license and everything, right? Like, it's just very convenient. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, clearly her grandmother. So I think- Was maybe, it mailed from Karachi? I don't remember if it came from Karachi exactly, but it came from her grandmother, right? So I, I yeah. Because she was asking Kamala, like, did you get the gifts I sent? Did you get everything, you know? So- yeah, I'm. I don't know, man. I part of me. Oh shit! Sorry, my headphones came out. Whoops. Um, mm-hmm. Part of me is um, is confused by that. And the one question that Kamala never asked: Why were you guys exiled? Because even if she thinks they're good people or whatever, they, she told she was told by by Comron's uh, mom specifically, like, yeah, we were exiled from our dimension. And maybe she thinks they're all good, but you are all exiled, including her ancestor, including her grandmother or great grandmother. So why wasn't she more curious about why they were kicked out of their home in the first place instead of just being, I mean, I guess I'm part of it is like, she's 16, she's caught up. She's got these superhero fantasies and now all of a sudden she's got powers. So you got to give her some grace. So I don't want to be like overly critical, but like that would have been probably one of my first questions. Like, well, what did y'all do? Like, why did y'all get exiled? And it just didn't, it seemed like a natural question to ask there and she didn't ask it. So I just thought that was weird. Like, and it felt like a weird way to hold this, not hold the story back, but just hold back certain information from us until whenever they decide it's a better time to give it to us, even though they gave us a scene where that would have been the perfect time to ask the question because they just told you the information, like, you know. Exactly. I don't know. Still, like resisting. Like she didn't, she didn't say no to the request. She didn't say, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah, no, she said, yeah, I want to help you. We just want to find a, a, a safe way to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they decided that meant she'd ops. That, that whole last scene felt unwarranted. Yeah. Unfounded. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I actually think that explanation scene might have been something they added later. I could be talking about my ass here. I don't know shit about shit. But it feels like something that they might have added in like later on just because they just because they did the whole thing of it felt like a catch-up section it felt like oh damn we might have took too long to get them the whole all the information so we're just going to kind of put this scene where because that's why it feels so out of place because we would have assumed because um i don't remember if you were talking about earlier gerard but the lady that she was seeing in the vision was Cameron's mom right for whatever reason, we don't understand yet, right? So mm-hmm. he, he he was seeing her, or she was seeing her in those in those visions and whatever they were, dreams and stuff like that. So we already had like an idea that she might be evil or something like that. So to just make her kind of randomly show up with Kamran, 
okay, maybe that makes a little bit of sense. When you go back with all these people, all of them weren't necessarily fighters initially, but I guess maybe you could say they've all turned into them. They don't age, I guess, because they come from that other dimension. But now, like, now you don't know. Now, now they're just explaining their whole arc randomly to this girl and then expecting her to take this information in, information that they know is new to her, know that she doesn't understand, and expect her to solve their problem in one day, something that they haven't been able to solve in whatever it's been, 40, 50, 60 years. Mm-hmm. It's kind of crazy. Or it's oh, it definitely years. is. Yeah. So it's kind of wild. Like, it doesn't really add up to me. So, yeah, I I, I don't know. Some, some of the decisions they've made just feel a little bit, too, like I guess maybe like I said, convenient or like they're just there to move the plot along. But I do still think it's interesting. And I think at the end, they might clear up a bit of it and bring some of it back around to where it's, you know, it's it's not so glaring some of the questions you have. But, you know, we'll see. I, I think we're just, I don't, I don't want us to become a broken record, but I think we'll still end up in the same place with a lot of these six episode series and stuff like that. Like we're just going to end up for sure. Feeling like, oh, they could have done a little more to make this feel a little better and make us understand this a little more, you know, flesh this out. So for sure. That is for what sure. it is, man. Cool. All right, man. Let's end this off with Obi-Wan Kenobi, the end of it. I don't even know where I think we're episode five and six is where we'd be, right? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> okay, man, again. Y'all talk to me, man. Tell me your thoughts on this. these final two episodes, some of these decisions, how the story concluded or, or temporarily concluded, maybe. We'll talk about that as well. But, yeah, how are y'all feeling? How, how did you – yeah, how the, how the episode <laughs> – I'm, I'm only laughing because I know. <laughs> I was thinking of – Oh, I'm no. trying to ask, I'm trying to figure out a way to ask the question that doesn't sound like I know your answers, but I really can't. I'm not gonna lie. No, we didn't like this shit, bro. Um, and it sucks because we all like Obi Wan, but man. Well, okay. So what was it five? Five. Episode five. Five and six were the bet the better episodes. Yeah, for sure. I will say that. Um, I did like the 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 ep- the opening scene where uh, Obi Wan and um Skywalker are fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, that was oh, yeah, yeah. Or sparring. That was cool. Nice little, yeah. felt comfy, you know, yeah. throwback. Yeah, nice little throwback. That was nice. Um, yeah, and that was a nice thing from the weave back and forth between yeah, the current yeah. day and them. Yeah, I like know, playing the little kind of chess game with each other and yeah. all that. I love how they did. That. Yeah, and, and 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 explaining on both sides how each other think. Like they, yeah. how they have the 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 level of understanding they have for one another. Is, that mm. was that was cool to. to yeah. See. Um. Of course. Um. Obi Wan is uh, just better at it than he is, um, as we eventually see. But uh, beyond that, um... <laughs> it's a show of moments. There are cool moments throughout yeah. this whole show. There are great moments throughout the show. There, there's beautiful visuals throughout this show. Yep, as an overall show, just a lot of nothing happened uh which i guess it's kind of our own faults for expecting something to happen because at the end of the day they involved a lot of characters who couldn't who could only be affected so much 
So a lot of them couldn't die or be misplaced for too long or whatever. Like, so a lot of it just never made any sense. Um, you know, and, and, it, and instead of it feeling like a twist, they just come out feeling like gotcha moments. You know, Reva being given the Grand Inquisitor title. Well, we knew that didn't make any sense. So the question was always going to be either are they breaking the canon or this isn't going to last that long. And we were right. It didn't last that long. I actually would have been more down for them to change the canon. Piss off the Star Wars fanboys online. Send them into a frenzy. And say, yeah, fuck it. We're just changing it because we feel like it. It's not actually canon until it's in live action. Star Wars has always said that. Why is it different now? Just because you liked the the animated version? They want to change it now, they can change it. They didn't. Um, I, I don't know, man. It... A lot of great things. It's just narrative choices throughout this whole show really, really hold it back. The writing, writing is poor. Poor. I'm just, just going to rip the band-aid off. That it, was just not very good. Generous. <clears throat> to call it poor, I would say. That very, very bad. Abysmal. Abysmal. Lacking. That, man. Subpar. All right. And they try. <laughs> to, you know they i really feel bad for reason man i do too yeah. man that I, that's really that's, Ingram. shout out moises well i did hear that uh, this doesn't have to do with star wars but she did she is getting the role in this apple tv show so that's good oh, really? she's still getting okay, okay okay yeah like a season so, three of the show this didn't affect her ability to get jobs out there that was the one thing uh, well know. it shouldn't i think we can all see it's writing anybody well, with I mean, brain can see it's writing and not acting yeah, but I mean, and it's not it's not often the thing that people can just see like that. You know, it's not a some people do misinterpret someone's acting ability because of I mean, you know, because of bad writing. Because of bad writing. Mm-hmm. I, I I get it. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hundred percent. And then you it's, end up seeing them in something else, and you're like, oh wow, they're so good in this. How, yeah. Where, where was this performance? And you're like. It's like, it well, I couldn't fault. give that performance because my writing I was did terrible. The best I could with what I had. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't have a lot. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I do. I do get that. Um, I don't know. Still being said, the show felt like a letdown. Even the fight with Vader and Obi Wan, as much as shit was happening, it never felt like there were any real stakes because you knew neither of them could die. Yeah. So as you cool knew, as the scene look, yeah, you knew what was going to happen. Before. You knew that somehow they were both going to be able to walk out of here. Don't know how, don't know what'll make it work, but somehow they're both getting away from here because neither of them can die right now. So it's, it becomes anticlimactic instead of like a twist or a, Oh, he got away or it just becomes like, Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. He didn't. Of course he didn't die. Of course there's nothing. Nothing felt permanent. You know, we talked about how everybody just gets stabbed in the chest and that's apparently or in the stomach and that's fine. Um, I mean, we can just and, and a lot of it is and it sucks because I really like uh, Obi-Wan as a character. And I really you know, when this was billed as a as a movie initially, I was really high on it. Like I was really, really in the belief that this was going to be great. Um, I mean, the trailers were great, too. You know, they played. Uh, yeah. The favorite theme, I never remember the name, but they play the, the actual theme. Oh, Duel of Fates. Duel of Fates, yeah. yeah. 
<clears throat> so they 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 were hitting all the right notes, both nostalgia and like hype inducing. So I they did all the right buildup, and then it's just we get here, and the story is just so lackluster. And it's mm-hmm. unfortunate because there's so many different ways they could have taken the the Obi-Wan you know, story during this time period where you could have still had the Vader cameos and a couple other cameos from, you know, known characters and recognizable characters while also not making it so tied in to the original canon that it feels narratively locked in. Like uh, there's only so much wiggle room here. So I'm just, it didn't feel like we were getting a new story. It felt like we were filling in small little cracks that were left in like it, it's almost like if there was a book and just a couple random pages were left blank in between random you know what i mean and then you just have to fill it in yourself that's what it felt like it didn't feel like we were writing a new book it felt like we we're filling in somebody else's book with blank pages and it just it almost yeah, feels like that's a good way to put it almost feels like somebody got that got the project that was already completed and then we're told to turn it into a show right release the movie cut god damn it the theatrical cut it it might be better that way and i i heard apparently reva was originally supposed to die but because they've been talking about this whole season two and whatever they basically which which makes the the next blooper we'll we'll go into make more sense um them deciding last minute that we don't actually want to kill reva in case we want to do a season two now makes more sense why she randomly decided to chase and threatened to kill Luke, even though Luke had nothing to do with anything um, at that point in time to her or to anybody, because Vader doesn't know that's his son. She doesn't know that's Vader's son. Yeah, she knows Vader's Anakin, but that's it. She doesn't know anything else. So... It it was literally a plot device, and it it sucks because I, I understand a show needing to use a plot device to move things along. And I can respect it when it's done well. I, I might downright love, it might become one of my favorite scenes if it's done well. But when it's done that poorly, it really kind of ruins your experience with it, right? Like, you're just like, man, this shit is telegraphed. And they just did this throughout the whole series. Why was she going after Luke to the point where she chased him off this mountain and all like for what? It all it seems so just to then not do nothing and then just give him back anyway. Do all this, then at least kill the kid. Like, but you can't do that because Luke Skywalker. You literally can't. Yeah, so that'll just destroy we, everything. We're gonna make <laughs> it. And that's why you know it had to be a last minute ad. That's why I fully believe it was a last minute ad with reshoots because. What we need to save Reva, what can we do? Let's put her in a situation where there's no way Obi-Wan can get there in time before she's clearly remorseful. We'll send her after a character that literally cannot die. So we there's nothing that she can do to him that would affect anything or make the audience think anything's wrong. And then we can use him to give her this redemption arc of, oh, I spared him. No, you didn't. Luke Skywalker was going to live whether Reva... You see, I was okay, they've created their own time paradox, whatever. It's just Reva didn't exist until after Luke Skywalker already did all this shit. So to now make it seem like Reva somehow spared Luke and allowed him to go on is just ridiculous. And yeah, and it's all just to give us, a, I guess, a chance 
to know because now Obi-Wan also just lets her go free after everything she's caused and done. I, I maybe I can understand a little bit from Obi-Wan, but you're not even gonna like take her lightsabers or nothing. Like you just gonna let her go well, she, out she there. Dropped it. She dropped it and left. She dropped it in the sand. Man, she got another one in the tuck, man, from a Jedi she killed or something. Right now, I'm, I'm cool. I'm taking all your weapons. Go out there and fend for yourself like the rest of these folks, man. Go cut some meat. Cut some meat. Do what I was doing, man. My man's over there. Spare one for 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 your camel. Go go speak to my man Tony over there. I'll tell him look out for Reva. (laughs) He gonna put you on the line. You gonna start getting paid in two weeks. First one gonna be a paper check though. No direct deposit. (laughs) Like, like no, twenty seven years. Facts. Twenty seven years, man. Might get you two pencils. Twenty-seven years might get you two pencils if you're lucky, but you you hang in there, or even two pens. I still can't believe that shit, man. Oh, that's a crazy that that man is is the wild wild west. But uh, yeah, this yeah. Anyway, yeah, it it just yeah yeah play a plague of it. Um, which is strange because I guess the biggest thing that really threw me is that they did it right with so many of their other shows yeah that you would expect yeah like who did that this been on board, yeah. <clears throat> yeah and even boba fett was a little shaky but it never got this bad yeah so i'm very confused on what the goal was with this or where they were going or how they ended up here but well i mean ultimately ultimately boba fett and, and mandalorian they had the same kind of uh plot elements writings styles were the were similar well yeah it was easier for both because they were yeah. connected so okay well, they made a couple weird choices we may or may not have liked but then the overall style and theme felt familiar and we were comfortable so it was cool this was different and they made some weird decisions yeah forget the canon just weird narrative decisions for this show specifically and now here we are so yeah 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 it's not great man not great they definitely shine the most when they are able to deviate or not deviate, but like not talk about the canon. Happened, the canon, yeah. That's yeah. the case. Yes. Yeah, I, I don't even, I mean, but how long have I been saying get away from the Skywalker Star Wars? Is it Star Wars could have been doing what Marvel's doing now years ago if they had the balls to step away from this main person. They could have expanded away from the Skywalkers years ago. They, they have the ability. It is an open universe where, bro, come on, man. And it's and and there's no and there's not enough. I mean, at the time, yes, there's Star Wars comics, but the Star Wars canon doesn't work that way. So the comics aren't the canon for characters. You can create whoever you want. It's an open universe, galaxy far, far away. You can create whoever you want. You can make up whatever factions of this and factions of that and and still keep the core basics of jedis and sith and all that together in the force you could still have that and they could have been expanded it's only now that they've realized it took marvel to do this from to go oh shit we could do this same thing with warner brothers in dc oh shit oh fuck maybe we should have tried to do a big thing i didn't realize people would actually watch us for 10 years at the theater (laughs) right so yeah i mean i'm i'm not I don't know. I'm not overly, I guess I'm not overly surprised by it. So um, maybe 
maybe they'll give this another spin in the future or sure. we're committed to something else that makes it <clears throat> we can really enjoy the Obi-Wan character without all the flaws. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Reva as well. I'm hoping they bring Reva back somewhere else where she can really shine and showcase her story and her rise or something like that. Mm-hmm. But my, my, my fear is it would be like a three episode mini series. And then that's not enough. Like she could, a, a story just on Reva could have been six episodes showing her how she escaped and how she got out of order 66 and where she survived and how she kind of snuck her way back into the Sith order and how she built her way up and the struggle she went through when she had to kill her first Jedi and all this different type of shit that she would have went through. That could have been a cool six series episode. But instead you made the main Obi-Wan thing, six series, six seasons while trying to introduce us to these new characters. And it's, it's just a mess now. And yeah, this is, this is the shit we get. So yeah, I don't know. Ratings. Unless y'all got any other thoughts, my bad. Um, the, the lightsaber fights were, you know, they're 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 decent. Um, I'll give them that. The final, I mean, we I don't think we really touched on, but the final fight, oh, yeah, Obi Wan and Darth Vader on um on that planet, I think it was cool. Um, saw some of the force stuff. It did look good. It was very yeah, it did look good. The nice contrast of being nighttime. You see the the blue versus the red. No, it's iconic. You already know all that. It, it looked dope. It looked good. Um, earned that man. Everything else, I don't know. Just feel like mostly feel like a waste of time of a show for the most part. Rava again, another. I haven't seen people of our complexion do characters getting the short end of the stick because of poor writing and poor decision making. Four out of ten. Four. Yeah, I was gonna say not 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 quite Aquaman out of ten, but um, not that low, but not that low. Not that the 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 the, the fan service and the, the 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 lightsaber battles definitely puts it a peg above. Uh, I I might say three point five, man. I'm oh wow. Better. He's want to be lower than me. I, I see. I just kind of want to do that. <laughs> the petty, the petty rating, extra petty in it. <laughs> he said three point five. I'm sure I said three point nine five. All right, God three, damn. Three point three point four nine. God damn. <laughs> Change my <laughs> um. Oh man. Okay. Uh, I, I, despite me being the Star Wars fan. I also don't give a fuck about the Skywalker canon. Uh, I'm also pretty bold in that as well. So I still found a lot of enjoyment out of some of the moments in this shit, even if some of them didn't make any sense. Um, I thought it was cool that all the marketing really led us to believe that it was going to be Obi-Wan doing stuff with Luke mostly um, and kind of that time period and and or what he was kind of going over that. But instead, it really ended up being this whole, you know, another Mandalorian type story, but with Leia. Um, Visuals are great. Some of the music was great. Obi-Wan theme is dope. Um, So six, six out of 10. Uh, It's not the worst Star Wars ever. It's nowhere near the best. It's nowhere near the a lot of the animated stuff in like the Rogue Ones and stuff like that. But 
It's not terrible, terrible. It was cool. It just, I think the most part is it's disappointing. It just doesn't really do what you'd expect from a series titled Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, one of the greatest Jedi. He's like a big name. And you just, you can tell they just didn't get the same effort. And you just don't think if they named a series Skywalker anything, that you could you would see such a lack of effort. Maybe you might not like every decision they make, but I don't think you'd see a lack of effort. This feels like there was just a bit of a lack of effort. And that sucks because Ewan McGregor, I think he was like a producer or executive director on this as well as Hayden Christensen. So they were involved in a lot of the process and coming up with the story. And yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. It wasn't great. Uh, felt like, yeah, yeah. I mean, and maybe that's because they were, you know, narratively locked into a time period. But they've also talked about wanting to do a season two. And I just don't understand where the fuck they think they could go from here with uh, as narratively locked as they are already. Um, that doesn't just kind of retread over the same shit. But Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen have both come out and said they want to do a season two. They want to continue with the character. I think you can continue with the characters. It doesn't need to be a season two of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And you can do something else where the characters are separate and doing things that reference each other or something, or maybe every now and again, they end up close, but not a season two of this, please. I think you can give, you can get a season two. It just has to involve less of the whole back and forth between uh, Obi-Wan and Vader. Vader. Yeah. Be about Obi-Wan and Luke. Or just Obi-Wan, like. Or just Obi-Wan. The Obi-Wan series. See, I think the thing that they're missing is they think every series has to be this like big action packed adventure. And while obviously that is dope and a lot of neutral people may want to see that, I think if you're naming something Obi-Wan Kenobi, you can lean more into people that maybe understand a bit of the source material. Because the name Obi-Wan Kenobi is not going to trigger some random person to come watch this, right? Like, they would still need to be incentivized by a friend, by somebody else telling them it's good, by boredom. Like, something would have to make them want to watch this. It wouldn't just be oh, I saw the name Obi-Wan Kenobi and I know that name, so I have to go check that out. No, if you're not into Star Wars, why the fuck would you care? So why give us this thing where you're making things happen that the fans of the series would say, that doesn't make sense. Like they could have given us Obi-Wan, you know, figuring out his connection with Qui-Gon. They could have given us Obi-Wan relearning some of his force abilities and practicing his techniques and getting himself back in shape because he's caught wind of Vader you know, sniffing around the galaxy or whatever and learned that he could be Anakin. They could have just done a lot of different things with the character that would have made this series different, but also like engaging and informative and interesting without just relying on fan service, lightsabers, Obi-Wan versus Darth Vader. Yes, that's cool. Did I need to see it here? No. Would I have preferred to see it in like a really cool vision yeah, season two? Maybe even like... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That would have been dope because we know the Vision stuff isn't canon. So fuck it. Do whatever you want there. Right. Then no one's arguing about does this make sense and da 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 da. No one's having any discussion about that because it's just in Visions. It's a really cool fight between, you know, an animated character that now probably looks a little more like Hugh McGregor and then, uh, you know, a, a, a Vader that, you know, may look a little like Hayden Christian or whatever, that type shit. Like that would, to me, would be a dope episode for that. But to put it here in live action, 
it never felt like they were real stakes. And that reduces some of the experience of the series. Because, yeah. And even some of the people that could have died still didn't. So it's just like, all right. Yeah. So what, what, what happened here? Basically, a lot of nothing. And it's fucked up because you know, what's, you, know, you know what happened? Rogue One is the exact same thing. They're filling in space that was already filled by kind of just um, assumed knowledge. Uh, we kind of assumed that yeah, this was kind of happening. They got the codes here and they got it to da da da. We moved on, right? But Rogue One did such an amazing job of filling that in and creating a new story. And then it's just like at the end, it's like, oh yeah, this does connect. Oh, I, I, you almost like forget. But they didn't do that with this, and it just leaves you feeling empty. Like we just watch them go in a circle where we kind of end up where we begin and then nothing happens. Like Obi-Wan has the opportunity to literally save the galaxy from the wrath of Darth Vader and just chooses not to because he's decided that he's not really Anakin. Shouldn't that just be more reason for him to kill him? But he just doesn't. He just walks away. Yeah, I think that's where uh, my low score comes in. Like the writing really fucked this show up, man. And it did ultimately feel like a waste of time. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks, man. That 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 sucks. Yeah, man. Well, like, like what do we gain? No, nothing, nothing. You you gain no new Star Wars knowledge. There's no like interesting canon that they exposed here or tied in. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. No, we yeah. It was just a show we watched channel. and we got to see some flashy yeah. lights. My bad, Ian. What were we saying? So now we know that Luke almost caught an L. Yeah, now right. That uh, that apparently Obi Wan was capable of taking out Darth Vader if he wanted to. If he wanted to, at any time, could have smoked this nigga. But nah, fuck the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> fuck them. <laughs> fuck all them other kids. Just not these two kids. <laughs> fuck them kids. Just not these two. Yeah, I don't know, man. What do I know? Um, yeah, hi, 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 just hire me for the next season, and I'll I won't write anything, but I'll just tell y'all when y'all doing some bullshit. Like, hey guys, that's some bullshit. Yes, don't do that. That ain't that ain't Before it. With that? Okay, I just want to make sure. That's some bullshit. That ain't that ain't it. That's not gonna set him off. So yeah, man. Um, appreciate y'all for the reviews. Let us know what y'all thought about Obi-Wan. I, I mean, I, I'm assuming most people who are fans of the source material probably in the same boat as us, but maybe you really enjoyed it. Maybe you really, really loved it. I'd be interested to hear your takes on it. So, um, yeah, man, hop in them comments. Let us know. Um, appreciate y'all for listening. We're back on track by the time you heard this now. So we appreciate y'all for jumping back in those episodes and liking it on YouTube and, 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 and wherever else we posted and listening and downloading. So we appreciate that. Gave you a bunch of content to get through your week. So, um, yeah, man, like, share, comment, subscribe. Most importantly, enjoy. Been totally nerds, but there's three of us. Peace. Peace. Later.